0: how are you? I am doing great. How are you doing? I am doing pretty well. Yeah, (laughs) it's, um, you know, uh, it's a lovely day as we're recording this. Uh, who knows what it'll be like when this comes out. Maybe it'll have gotten cold again.
1: (laughs) Snowing uh, again, you know, the usual for New York. Please, no, I
2: can't (laughs) handle it. Yeah, neither can I. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, but uh yeah no it's uh it's uh, been a nice day I've been running around I've been uh I guess to peek behind the curtain a little bit I've been recording some other um some other things today Ooh, what other um, th-
1: can you talk about them
0: well I can I think Ooh. probably they will have come out by the time this goes up but I <laughs> recorded an episode of my other show dad feelings with your colleague patrick klepek
1: oh my god you talked to a real dad about dad feelings
0: i did we sometimes do that yeah Um, and patrick (laughs) was uh was great um he had a lot to say we we all had a laugh we all learned a lot we (laughs) um i think we all grew as people
1: did you have a a tiny son who whose name is atreus and and that kind of stuff. I haven't even played boy, much of that game. Boy, but yeah, boy, boy. That's his true boy, name. Boy. It's Boy. Right. <laughs> I played like an hour of that game and uh I haven't gone back to it.
0: But, you know. Yeah, I know. I haven't played it yet. <laughs> um at some point I will have to I like I mentioned on that on that show, um you know, I I probably will have to do an episode about that. I'm kind of obligated. <laughs> That's true. So um yeah. so yeah, we'll see um when that happens. But um Yes, yeah, so you, you have. What have you been up to? You haven't been playing God of War.
1: Right. No, not really playing God of War. I've been uh, <laughs> I've been on my ambulance a whole bunch lately. I've been oh, like yeah. twice in the last week, which is a lot. I actually usually go like every other week, but it just worked out such that I have been on my ambulance a ton lately. And that has been fascinating and interesting. I'm, I'm learning a lot, Uh, doing a lot. I'm learning to drive it. So normally I'm like in the back with the patient. And I actually have been the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, sort of making the general decisions and running the crew and that kind of it sounds so cheesy to say it, but I'm like the crew chief on the Whoa. ambulance. Yeah, the little crew chief. And we usually have like an attendant who is the person who does a lot of the treatments, like takes the vital signs, splints that broken arm, that kind of thing. And then the driver who is in charge of like the equipment and obviously driving. So I've been learning <laughs> to drive, which has been hilarious here in brooklyn so
0: now wait do you uh, had you driven anything before that
1: yeah yeah i mean like i grew up not a huge okay. city like i grew up in rhode island at like providence rhode island so like i grew up The expectation is you learn to drive when you're 16. Mm -hmm, And I did. mm -hmm. You know, I got my driver's license and all that stuff. You know, typically drove, like, the family car. I've never actually owned a car, but, you know, like, the family car, like, the shitty Buick and the, you know, Mercury Grand Marquis from 1988. That was a classic treasure of a car, let me tell you. Um, (laughs) But nothing big. Like, I I drove a moving van here, like, to New York, which was amazing. Uh, And, like, I white-knuckled it the whole time. So... The ambulance is a lot like that in terms of size and like girth, I guess you could say. It's a, it's a girthy vehicle, you know, it's, it's a little wide. <laughs> so it's interesting. And people drive like absolute just uh, dipshits here. Like, obviously, they do everywhere, but they see lights and sirens and they're like, oh, better slow down. Like, let me get in the way. Let me just block, you know, the ambulance. Oh my God.
0: So. Yeah, it's fun. It's pretty Uh, fun. (laughs) So what is, what did you, uh, what was your training? Are you an EMS or?
1: Yes. Yes. I'm an EMT. I'm a certified basic EMT. Yeah. Just emergency medical technician, which uh, in other countries you might be called a paramedic doing the same thing. Uh, Here paramedic means basically EMT with a lot more training. So like paramedic is like a status here basically. Uh, Whereas I think it's like the general term in a lot of other sort of Western countries because I've had like discussions with people from like australia and new zealand about like what an emt is and what a paramedic is there but yeah i can do all the basic stuff i can do all the sort of basic life-saving stuff uh you know cpr bleeding control lots of treatments for various illnesses and injuries and uh basically lift people up and move them around and uh bring them to the hospital (laughs) it's very fun i'm i do it as a volunteer i I, like work full-time in media but uh i do it kind of for fun which is uh weird that i like work in like (laughs) games media and for fun i like hang out with bleeding people but you know we all have our our thing
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a wild hobby
1: (laughs) yeah i just need something that's like real that's very very tangible um like Mm. i also train mma which is just fun and like the other side of the coin of like oh yeah if i get in a fight i could like Either patch somebody up or beat them up, I guess. <laughs>
0: like you either or. Do or. Both. You can you can beat them <laughs> up and then and then heal them. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, you're both Very cyclical. Roles. Your DPS <laughs> yeah. and healer. Yeah. That's so that's cool what I like though. to tell I don't my know anyone else who does <laughs> like that's like you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, I need something else besides my my art or my work or whatever." But it's yeah. just like, you know, it's something not boring, but just like common, I guess, uh, which is fine. But like MMA and EMT, so many letters, first of all, <laughs> a lot of letters. I know,
1: it's like alphabet soup over here. Like, just like,
0: give me all the acronyms. I like all you know, of them. Yeah. <laughs> what is, what is MMA involved? Because, um, yeah, like, I don't really know much about it. Um. all sure. i know is that there's the big men and they um they hit each <laughs> other and i for me it's like i could do the part where you hit someone but yeah. i don't want to be hit
1: that's you know? fair that's super fair i think a lot of people who train uh don't necessarily spar so that means you don't ever have to actually be hit <laughs> oh,
2: you just cool. like train what? you know you just train the workout art. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, like, you're not going to be in a fight, obviously, (laughs) but like you can go to an MMA gym and be like, I would like to work out and learn to defend myself, but I don't want to spar. And like most coaches would be like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll take your money. I'll train you, (laughs) which is like totally fine. Um, I like sparring. I also like hurt my wrist so badly that I can't do a ton of hitting anymore. But like MMA in general is sort of, uh, it just stands for mixed martial arts and, In, like, the modern sense, it basically means a combination of boxing, kickboxing, wrestling, and, like, ground fighting, which is typically Brazilian jiu-jitsu, which is when you see them all, like, rolling around and, like, their butts Mm -hmm. are in each other's faces and they're trying to, like, choke each other out. That is what (laughs) jiu-jitsu is. Yeah. (laughs) And it's it's the best thing. I tell people that, like, legitimately, and I really mean this. Jiu jitsu is the most fun thing, or just grappling in general. Like, it doesn't need to be one style, but like, grappling in general is the most fun thing you could do with your body, like, with your clothes on. Like, I genuinely believe that. <laughs> Fully. Oh,
0: that's good. That's <laughs> yeah, good. it's really
1: fun. It's really, really fun. Uh, it's just like a great workout and like, you know, an aggressive sport, but there's a lot of like mutual respect in it. I think, at least at, at my like bullshit level, there's a lot of mutual respect. So,
0: very fun. That's cool. That's so cool. (laughs) Oh my god. And the EMT stuff, God. Have you ever been in an ambulance on the other end of things?
1: Yeah. As a little kid, I like fell and hit my head once. And I remember like as a five year old. And I remember the EMTs being like really nice to me and really like cute. And they they you know, they were like wrapping my head and they made like a cute, like I don't I don't know if it was like a song or something. I guess I don't remember it that well, but I just remember them being like Really nice, and I liked them, and I think that always kind of stuck with me as like I want to be that nice person who helps somebody on their worst day, like when they fall <laughs> off a chair or whatever it is you know
2: <laughs>
0: mm, yeah. yeah no i've i've had my share of ambulance rides, and uh, oh yeah, they 're usually pretty nice yeah, yeah. Um, we, we
1: tend to be nice people with a very dark sense of humor, like that is pretty much e m s like people who have like a definite complex and like desire to help people and also like gallows humor out the ass just like completely like i had this dead guy the other day like it's just very it's very good
0: oof yeah yeah i guess you kind of have to (laughs) to like uh to sort of get by with that huh yeah
1: i think so i mean and i'm also like obviously i don't do it full time so there's a lot of burnout like they're not paid well at all like this is why i do it for free because i'm just like i stay out of that whole end of it but like the pay is such shit and there's a lot of burnout with it like i i met these two austin paramedics last night when i was working uh because they obviously have a higher level of training and i had like a pretty um I wouldn't call it, like, super critical patient, but she was pretty critical. Like, a whole lot of stuff was going on with her. There was a possibility she was having a stroke. There was a possibility of, like, a diabetic emergency. Oh,
0: I-, I-, I thought you meant, yeah. like, critical of you.
1: Oh, no! <laughs> Sorry, I'm using my jargon again. I'm using my, like, EMS jargon right now. Um, like, a really, like, uh, like possibly unstable patient in terms of, like, her uh, physical state, basically. And, like, they were just, like, yeah, this job sucks, man, but I love it. It was, like, a very, just so real. Like, it's, like, midnight, and you're hanging out with these people, and you're all hopped up on coffee, and you're all just trying to do your best. And it's, it's like, a weird camaraderie that I love about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. God. It's really fun. critical patients just really yeah really like-
1: critical patient you get those too i had somebody who yelled at me the other day that their child was gonna die
0: because oh i did something god. slowly
1: yeah that happens too in a burger king no less i
0: was in a oh Burger King. oh my god
1: <laughs> that's a critical patient for you right there
2: yeah yikes <laughs> i don't know how people do it
1: i mean it's like um I find it a lot more relaxing than most of my time on the internet, and I (laughs) genuinely mean that,
0: too. (laughs) Wow. I mean, that really speaks more to the internet than... It
1: does. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. The internet's tough, man. It's it's like... There are days, you know, where I'm kind of just like, you know, maybe I can go live in a national park and be in the woods all day. And, like, save Mm -hmm. people with broken legs and never listen to the internet again. like a fantasy that
0: i have like every other week usually i understand that i yeah Uh, i imagine you do yeah we don't need it right we don't really we can just just log off let's just all log off i know right and then i'm like well then i guess i spent all these
1: years doing media stuff it has to be for something right look at my sunk cost fallacy look look at it
0: yeah that is uh just do it for her for maggie simpson or whatever that that meme is
1: (laughs) do it for maggie simpson yeah exactly
0: yeah that's what i say Um,
1: every night you know
0: (laughs) yeah do it we'll do it for her which and it doesn't have to be maggie simpson like could be like um your cat because i know you have a couple cats
1: (sighs) yeah i have three cats and they're amazing and i love them so much And I have a dog and I love him too, but that dog is, he's a, he's a special dog. He needs a lot of, a lot of extra stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's funny. Like my cats are all like really affectionate. Like we really lucked out with, with the cats. Like they're, they're all really affectionate. They're really funny. Like none of them are like a loner cat or like a, Mm -hmm. a cat that doesn't like to be around people. They're all very curious about people and like to cuddle and at least one of them likes to be held. The other two are kind of iffy on that, but, you know. Um, the dog has, like, <sighs> not to get too real, but we're pretty sure he was abused before we adopted him. So he has some, mm. like, emotional stuff. We're working with a trainer to kind of help him feel secure in his doggyhood and that kind of thing. And he's definitely on, like, a uh, puppy Prozac. So we're we're taking care of him. He's just, you know, has a little, he has some issues. Like, uh, some pooping on the floor issues, for sure. <laughs> oh, no.
0: Oh, sweetie. Yeah,
1: yeah poor little guy. He's oh. good, though, and he tries. Bless his tiny heart, he tries so hard. <laughs> yeah. He gets along with the cats, which is good. Like, sometimes they want to cuddle him, and, uh, you know, he- he's very confused about that, but he lets them. He's just kind of, like, looks at us like, what do I do? Like, this cat... <laughs> trying to kill me with love i don't understand he just looks at us and we're just like yeah you're doing fine buddy you're you're doing okay
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ugh, that's oh
0: just confused uh, affection yeah Relatable, yeah, it's relatable. It,
1: I basically like my girlfriend has many times been like, you know, maybe we can find another home for this dog, and I'm like, no, I relate to him so completely. <laughs> 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 I am like, he is me, like in every way. This dog is basically me in the way I look at the world too. So it's one of those. God, I just gotta keep him. I love him very much. Mm. His name is also Drake, so that's
0: <gasps> oh. Yeah, I don't know if you have Drake feelings at all, but... Uh, not really. I mean, he's fine. <laughs> I don't really... Yeah, one or I, the I other mean... really. I don't have strong feelings, I wouldn't say.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, my girlfriend named him, let's be honest. I, I don't name these pets for the most part. I, uh, I let her name them because she's better with names, really. I mean, I would just name him, like, I don't know, Butterscotch or something really... <laughs> such a (laughs) dim normal
0: dog
1: name (laughs) yeah exactly it would be so boring it's just it's better when we're yelling at drake because he pooped on the floor there's something very poetic and uh perfect about that i guess (laughs) which is fun you have a you have a cat and she's really pretty
0: she is my beautiful daughter is so pretty yeah um yeah i'm a pageant mom Um, I'm making her dress up and go in these little pageants, walk on your back feet. Oh my Uh, God. You know, I haven't seen uh, that.
1: That sounds amazing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, she is great. Um, I sometimes wish she was a little more like affectionate, uh, like lap sitting and stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's great. You know, cats are going to be how they are. Um, You can't really (laughs) make them different than they are. And I feel like you should embrace them. You should meet them on their level.
1: Yes. I mean, that's good relationship advice for every kind of creature, be they cat or
2: not. (laughs) It sounds like.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think you just got to meet animals uh, where they are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And people. And i don't know work jobs everything i suppose everything. i'm reading a lot of self-help books right lately which has been fascinating
0: and not what? a thing i typically do what self-help yeah. are you reading? i am
1: reading well there's one book i'm reading that is like so corny but i truly love it and like my mma professor gave it to me and it's a book about like mastery <laughs> and it's supposed to like apply to all aspects of life. Like it's honestly the thesis of the book is like learn to love the plateaus in any anything you're learning because of course ninety percent of the time you're gonna be on a plateau with stuff and then you'll have like bursts of like, oh holy shit, I'm getting this and then you're on a plateau for like years, basically. Uh, and and he's kinda like applying it to like you can apply this to relationships and work and doing the dishes as well as getting a black belt. So you're <laughs> reading that. It's <laughs> it's it's very me it speaks to me (laughs) on a very fundamental level i'm a very corny person which i'm fine with
0: (laughs) wow that seems cool though i've occasionally read self-help books um it always feels so embarrassing to do but like i don't know they can be fun you know yeah Um, occasionally helpful (laughs) yeah you know occasionally um sometimes just really like basic or whatever but uh, you know there's some that are like yeah sure that's i'll believe in myself um yeah good advice
1: <laughs> yeah like that's a good framework for looking at this yeah yeah
0: yeah i mean i <sighs> i read you know i read um making friends and winning winning uh the super bowl or whatever um you know <laughs> I know that one you know
2: yeah, you
0: know making friends win winning the Super Bowl. Winning, and go to keep, Disneyland. Winning the Super Bowl yeah. Going to Disneyland. Um, <laughs> all of it. All that stuff. Yeah, but um, uh, I like that one. That was good. Um, and,
2: what did you learn uh, from it?
0: What did I learn from it? Uh, people think the sound of their own name is the sweetest sound in the world, which um, <laughs> is... If you take that one too far you do sound like a serial killer, Danielle. Um, If you start saying someone's name over and over again, Danielle, it does sound like you are going to kill and eat them, Danielle. Um, See, it's horrible. But (laughs) remembering people's names and saying them. (laughs) You know, you have to say it occasionally, but it is something you want to avoid. But then just like, it's a lot of stuff of just like, it is meet people where they're at, basically. It's just like, be genuinely interested in other people. And like, I don't know that that's something you can fake because um, I think people can detect that if you are trying to fake it. And I don't really know how you learn to do that. I think it's a deeper spiritual process than Dale Carnegie makes it out to be because um, (laughs) it's not a matter of just, oh, I'm just going to become interested in other people. It's like, you have to really fight a lot of deeply rooted just because the fact that you're a human being um solipsism to be like i'm gonna really become interested in what this person is saying and what they're into and what they're about um and it's something that takes energy i think
2: yeah that's that is
1: super super interesting to me i think i'm uh Uh, Somebody recently described me as an empath, like I'm very, very empathic and like often care a lot more about other people's feelings than my own. So this is a weird thing that I have like the opposite problem where I care far too deeply about Mm. what other people are saying and not like about me, but more like. I get so angry when somebody feels like they've been treated unfairly that it's, like, a little bit comical and childish. I'm like, that's not fair, and it, I get very table-flippy <laughs> at those moments. This is, like, fascinating to, to like, hear that other side of the, the quen where, like, normal human beings are not always interested in the minutiae of uh, whatever bullshit um, somebody's talking about. So, ah, that is interesting. Also, I guess... I am also always concerned that it comes off as not being genuine when I am talking to somebody and I'm so interested in what they're talking about and I'm so interested in their hobby and I want to hear about like every little bit of it. And people look at me like, the hell is wrong with you? Like what, what do you want from me? I'm always like, no, I'm, I'm just really
0: nice. I
1: just, I just want to hear about your day.
0: <laughs> yeah. it sometimes is like when people are, are sort of, expressing that kind of thing it is like what do you want from me leave me alone <laughs> i don't have anything especially if it's
1: a stranger on the subway and you know <laughs> oh
0: yeah see i was actually just talking about this um with someone today of just like it's really nice to just have like you know really brief conversations with strangers on the train and stuff i feel like um yeah. like i've had people just be like oh, like I love your tattoo. Is that from this thing? And I'll be like, yeah. And then they're just like, oh, cool. Have a great day. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. I love it. And it it wasn't like a prelude to asking for anything or wanting something. It was just a genuine, genuine thing. So I love that. I sort of
1: live for those weird little interactions, especially, Mm. especially the ones where people are like concerned if somebody needs help one of those like is that
0: guy Ooh, yeah.
1: asleep or dead you know those on the subway i mean you live in new york you you know uh, like the, the sort of like little tiny community of concern that comes up over all right we're in public we're all strangers here we're all in public and something doesn't look quite right what do we do about it and it like there, there always becomes like a tiny little like community leader who's the one who like decides like okay i'll go up and I'll make sure they're OK. And usually the person is fine and nothing comes out of it. And they just wake up and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. And, you know, and then everybody just goes back to reading their book or listening to whatever music. But like in those like 30 seconds, there's like a tiny little community of people who are like, all right, where do I fit in this little weird grouping? And and what should I do? And And how do we make sure everything's fine? And it's like one of the best things about humanity and one of the best things about New Yorkers, too, I I think, that, like, people pay attention here. Even if they look like they're trying so hard not to pay attention, people generally know when something is up around here, and I find that honestly very comforting. <laughs> Somebody who has lived in different, uh, I guess, on the different coasts and, like, can <laughs> feel the difference most uh, most felt in that.
0: Yeah. No, it is good to know that uh you know just like in that Spider-Man movie like we're New Yorkers we've got each other's <laughs> back I'm Spider-Man um <laughs> <laughs> it's I recently just so learned, weird but okay,
2: true. <laughs>
0: that movie came out like right after 9/11 or like pretty soon after it and I feel like part yeah. of the part of what's responsible for its success is like that whole thing of just like you attack one of us you attack all of us we're New Yorkers hey I'm walking here <laughs> um cuz people were like yeah yeah, New York. Um, it's honestly it, true. <laughs> then it became a huge blockbuster. It was a big deal.
1: Yeah, I I really don't care for Tobey Maguire, but I agree no. with everything you just said. I mean, said.
0: also the upside down kissing was a big deal, too.
1: Yeah, that was a big deal. I was yeah, I was like a senior in high school, I think, when that movie came out. Mm-hmm, or like, mm-hmm. it was in the summer in between high school and college. And the upside down kissing, I remember that being a very like, Oh, that that seems like a high school thing. I felt like I was too cool for it at that point, and <laughs> that, sure, that
2: sure was a thing that I guess I just told you about. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you've been in New York how long? A couple of years? Uh, a
0: couple of years, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. I moved here in the very end of 2015, and so, like, I don't know. I don't know about you, uh, but I don't know how long it took you to feel like you were a New Yorker.
0: Mm, yeah, good question. I mean, I think after a year, I started to really settle into it, but I had spent a lot of time here before I moved here. So oh, sure. I was yeah. already walking very aggressively. Um, <laughs> I was already trying to say coffee to try and trick people coffee uh, to, yeah. throw, to throw them <laughs> off the scent. <laughs> of the way that i say about um oh sure yeah <laughs> yeah how about you though
2: yeah so like
1: i'm from the general northeast uh so like I, I lived in massachusetts for like 10 years lived in boston for uh forever um and like i grew up with a really strong boston accent actually
2: oh my uh, god so, like,
1: Oh, yeah. It's like, it's so extreme, actually. Like, I didn't realize it until I went to college. And actually, people made fun of me so much in college that I tried to drop it and, and like, affect the California neutral. And like, now I'm kind of mad at myself for doing that. I'm like, why did I do that? Accents are fucking awesome. (laughs) But like, (laughs) but yeah. So, um, I had like a Northeast general attitude for sure already and like a Northeasterner's sense of right and wrong. And a Northeasterner's sense of like, uh, you know, hating the weather and hating the winter and all that kind of stuff. And I lived in California for a few years uh, and miss it a lot, of course, because I hate winter as much as I do. But coming back here, it felt like I had never lived here. Um, I never thought I would live in New York. But coming back here to the East Coast, I was kind of like, yeah, all right, I belong here. As much as I will always miss San Francisco, as much as I will always miss the Bay Area, like... Alright. <laughs> I know like by by like birth and breeding I am such an east coaster. So it was it was kind of one of those. Like I felt at home relatively quickly, which was great, honestly, because I, I came here kicking and screaming. Like <laughs> leaving San Francisco was like oh like tearing off a band-aid. It was it was miserable. Um but this is a pretty great place to live, I think. If if only we could fix the winter. That's one thing. I would like to do is fix winter by destroying it forever.
0: that would be great,
1: yeah, I hate winter so much, oh my God,, Ugh. I don't know are you a summer gal
0: i'm I really like autumn because I'm an okay. intellectual yeah. um of course, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so like, um, I do like summer, um. I'm not a big winter person. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's good. <laughs> i like, we can be friends. Fine. You don't like winter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I am. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Summer is okay. I don't really, I'm not much of an outdoors person. So mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I don't really always know what to do in the summer, but I do like, I just do like the warmth. That is just always nice. But you, I imagine, yeah. get out and I can see you like, parasailing or something
1: (laughs) i have parasailed
2: (laughs) like once or twice once or
1: twice you're not at all i am like such a summer girl i love the beach i love running on the beach i love hiking and going out to pretty places and being on an ocean and i mean summer in the city sucks a little bit because it's hot here without any of the fun things about summer right it's just like oh you're just sweating you just have like swamp ass everywhere you go and that's not fun for anybody really <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> at all um and i definitely have like actually passed out from the heat i have had heat stroke so like i i get when people hate summer like i get it like it's too hot here it is oh but my god like long nights like when it's like dark out you know like it doesn't get dark till like 9 p.m. and you can be out in the beach or like doing something fun I, I, God, I love it. And it is the thing I miss the most about San Francisco is, like, all year round, you don't really need, like, coats. You don't really need the, like, the stuffing, like, the, like, little spacesuit you have to put on to, like, go out here in the winter and all that kind of crap. (laughs) Like, that perennial spring or, or perennial fall is, like, oh, that is the thing that I miss more than anything.
0: Yeah, no, it's nice. And, like, one of the things that I love most about warm weather is, like, being able to go out at night. Like, yeah. cause I feel like if once it's cold, I just basically don't leave the house and I especially don't leave the house at night, like <laughs> maybe during the day, but yeah, in the summer <laughs> being able to just leave the house and like, it's dark out, but it's like, you don't need a coat. Oh, yeah. it's so nice. It's so good. It's
1: so good. It's like, this is what human life should be. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is this is suitable for humans like it's nice you know you can have like a little t-shirt on and just run around and, and live your life and oh yeah it's so good Just pleasant it's just very pleasant yeah. Yeah, i mean fall is amazing say. too of course i have to say that i feel like i have to say that because of course I, it's it's hard for, for autumn not to be your favorite season i think sometimes because mm. That's where all the good stuff happens, you know. That's where Halloween happens. That's where the leaves are really pretty. That's when the temperature is actually like really nice to be outside in, or like have a little jacket. That's fine. I can I can deal with a
0: little jackets. It's yeah, the big, jacket. It's the big heavy coats. Yeah, that- no problem. Yeah,
1: yeah, no.
0: <laughs> yeah, <sighs> give me a give me a light jacket. Give me a uh, some crunchy leaves. Uh, yeah. yeah, I love it. It's great. Yeah. That's
2: good stuff, That is good stuff. yeah no it's nice it's good it's good
0: <laughs> we're classic new yorkers talking about the weather
1: i know i'm so sorry i like realized halfway into this conversation that i was like god damn it
2: <laughs> <laughs> no we're obligated <laughs> to like do i'm it.
1: talking about the weather oh that is that is one of those things though that like brings new yorkers together like doesn't matter who you are you all hate the weather like most of the time, except for the 10 days a year that are nice, of which we're living in one right now. And then you can like go to your neighbor and be like, it's beautiful out. And otherwise, like you go to your neighbor or your, you know, person at the bodega and you're like, sucks out. And like you, you immediately have a bond, you know, it's Yeah, beautiful. exactly,
0: exactly. <laughs> no matter what it's we find ways, you know, life finds a way
1: <sighs> we connect. Life does find a way.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So beautiful.
1: I definitely saw the uh, <laughs> speaking of life finding away the uh, Jurassic World, whatever the fuck trailer today. And I um, so I, I teach uh, a class called the language of film and TV at the Berkeley College of Music, and I teach it online because I live here and not in Boston anymore. And uh, <laughs> we did like a shot by shot analysis of that trailer today. Um, and man, I, I don't know how you feel. All right, I should start with this. How how do you feel about Jurassic Park and Jurassic World?
0: The last one I saw was uh, Lost World, so okay, I'm a little behind. But, um, I mean, that's
2: fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, Jurassic World. I feel like that was really the start of um, Hollywood trying to sell us Chris Pratt as like an attractive man, and yeah. I just can't really get on board with that. Like, he's whatever. He's fine, but like, it was just like, oh, Chris Pratt's going to be everywhere now, so you better start to like him. I was like, <laughs> oh, I don't really. Care. I
1: I kind of thought he was cuter when he was like Andy. You know, I I sort of like preferred the like slightly schlubby Chris Pratt. Like he was, yeah, exactly. he much more genuine. You know, like he seemed like a, a nice regular dude who was like totally nice and caring. I mean, obviously, that's like the character. Right. But like I, I sort of miss that. And uh, I don't know. Have you seen the Guardians of the Galaxy movies? I only saw the first one.
2: I but did. He definitely see had like a glamour two. shot. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I did see the. Okay, first. He two, had, yeah.
1: He had like his ab glamour shot and it was like, wow, he's got abs. But I can't watch that and not think about it. Maybe this is just me because I'm just bananas. But like, I can't watch that and not think about like the workout schedule that he had to do for the like second that that shot was on the screen that he probably worked out like and dieted and didn't eat sugar for like two months and then did like ridiculous targeted exercises. And this was all for like like actually like one second of screen time that will forever be immortalized and it will forever be like, you know, people will just put up that little shot of his abs and be very excited about it. And I, I just like, I appreciate the art, you know, <laughs> I appreciate mm-hmm. the craft that went into that, but I can't not think of it in those terms. Like, it just feels like this is a, a product that was made this, this yeah. ab, <laughs> like, is, <was laughs> you know, worth
0: like, it? was it worth it?
1: Was not eating ice cream for three months worth that ab? I don't was know. It maybe Chris. it was. I mean, maybe it was, you know. Maybe. maybe. Chris. <laughs> I want to ask him that. I'm sure that uh, yeah. Marvel or whoever owns him uh, these days will uh, definitely let me have that interview where I just only talk to him about ab workouts.
2: <laughs> sure. <laughs> Waypoint's next feature. I talked to Chris Pratt's <laughs> abs. like
0: (laughs) good the the hot new dating sim is dating Chris abs.
1: I mean I'm sure there's a number of people who would go
0: for it I mean I I think what the last couple of years have proven is that you can make a dating sim about literally anything and someone's going to be into it that's probably true
1: there could be like a toilet dating sim I'm sure there's got to be like a a whole range
0: there I'm googling it there is that.
1: right. There's gotta be. There's an itchio game.
0: There's a game <laughs> called. Okay. Um. There's a game called Toilet Tycoon on Steam. <laughs> it's not a dating sim. Okay. Um. It's... Oh, it should be. <laughs> it's. What is this? It was it came out in two thousand. It looks. Oh man, to- I don't know what on. is happening with this. Um you have to you are a looking toilet cleaner. Um, okay, okay. You have to
2: Oh. You're like a janitor
1: person I... who has to be the best janitor? When you start up as a toilet cleaner, You'll need to make sure that your seed capital of 500,000 euros is wisely invested. Therefore, you purchase your first allotment and equip it with only what is absolutely necessary basic model toilets and
0: paper.
2: Wow. This is not Who made like this? new.
0: Um. <laughs> Someone a year ago posted uh, I farmed this for the trading cards and got one titled Dick Damage. Quality product. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Very is, good. Oh, 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 oh! I found on DeviantArt a little flash thing <gasps> called toilet ta- toilet dating sim test two.
1: I knew it. I knew this had to be a thing. I'm so glad. I'm so glad.
0: Oh, it doesn't <sighs> have a face or anything. It's just a toilet. Actually, my friend um bought you know there was like blind boxes of like um, <laughs> like little toys, Japanese toys. Yeah. My friend had one that was, like, she was showing me. And I'm trying to find it now and I can't, but it's, like, toilets with, like, faces. (laughs) So that's a thing. That's Uh, a thing.
1: Just use that art on the, whatever, the toilet, uh, toilet dating? Whatever the, uh, that little game that's, like, clearly a prototype. They just need the art. You know, you got your prototype. You got that all set.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah, or just draw
2: some toilets.
0: Be good. Sounds good. Oh my god, ugh! I just I can't Google anything anymore. <laughs> a pro- I just see the good. weirdest shit. There's a thing that came up a thumbnail for Toys for Kids Flush Force Toilet Surprise Blind Bags Toy Unboxing Fun <laughs> ABC Children's Toys Review.
1: Wow some SEO magic in that
0: name right there. Yeah, U- YouTube Kid strikes again, I guess.
1: Oh good. YouTube Kid. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm so glad. Yeah. I, I honestly don't know if we're better off like cuz I get a lot of joy out of so much bullshit on the internet. Like I I get a lot of joy off of so much garbage. Um, but I I genuinely like Wonder to myself, like, is it worth it? Is it worth all the hate, <laughs> like the like hate groups that have been enabled by being online to have wonderful garbage? I like mm. this is a question for the ages, but it's one that I ask a lot, and that's when I get very tired and and go to sleep. I guess when I think about that too much.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, it is. It's you know the scales because on the one hand you've got um steamed hams and on the other you've Uh got um you know racism online and (laughs) um and hate campaigns and yeah yeah i mean yeah it's a lot it's a lot to think about i think just throw it (laughs) out just throw the scale out and um we'll just all go back to parasailing and fighting with mixed martial arts
1: I mean that, that sounds pretty good to me you know I'm not going to fight that
0: I so. mean you've got a head start so
1: I do it's true I do yeah. <laughs> my two useful skills out of a group of so much bullshit
0: <laughs> <laughs> well do you want to move on to a segment that we do on this show um, which is called well it's the only segment that we do and that segment is called get wrecked
1: yes. I would love to get wrecked
0: that sounds cool. well awesome. i did i did frame <laughs> it as a question but it really is just um a statement that that's what's happening um <laughs> Good. so this is a segment where we um recommend things to our listeners and um Uh, that can be anything. It can be, uh, TV, can be mixed martial arts. It can be whatever. Um, and I leave it up to you whether you would like me to go first or you would like to go first.
1: Um, you know, I'm pretty happy either way, but I, I guess like you're giving me the choice. So I didn't have a choice a minute ago. So I guess I should take the choice. Right. So I guess I'll go first. Here's how I, yeah, that's how I. (laughs) finagle my way through that one um i have a game that i would like to Ooh, recommend and that i think
0: yeah.
1: yeah i think people should totally play this game uh it's called donkey kong country tropical freeze and it is <laughs> so good it's so it's honestly uh so it's out on the switch now you know a platform that people actually have bought it, it originally came out on the wii u that like you know three people and my dog uh bought yeah so mm-hmm. like it was really, really, I think, underappreciated. A fantastic 2D platformer. I think probably the best designed 2D platformer in the, you know, the Donkey Kong Country series, which I love, by the way. Like, they were very formative games for me. Um, and Donkey Kong Country Returns was very, very good on the, um, on the Wii. But Tropical Freeze was, like, definitely a cut above. Like, I think the level design is actually fantastic. It's really, really, really fun, really sort of iterative. you're always kind of introduced to new challenges and new ways of moving through the levels like it's really well paced, very very fun, and of course, this stars the uh the clan that you that you once uh i remember actually looked into the lore of and the the lineage of the donkey Kong family, so I know uh, you know a thing or two about about that
0: <laughs> yeah i uh um <laughs> It's a whole thing. Donkey Kong fans are really <laughs> bizarre too. They seem to get really serious about it. And I have this theory that it's because um Donkey Kong is kind of like a laughing stock amongst uh y- you know, amongst all the Nintendo properties. There's so many Donkey Kong memes. Um yeah. it's it's uh it's never like quite attained the level of a Mario, so um yeah. Yeah, I don't know why that is, but that's my my guess.
1: I feel like people like Nintendo treated it like their Sonic in a lot of ways like
0: mm-hmm. yes.
1: Not not necessarily attitude. I guess maybe Diddy and Dixie have a little bit of attitude because they were the like the youth characters, <laughs> like the young cool characters. Diddy had his little like beatbox at the end of levels and Dixie had her little guitar and all that stuff. Um uh-huh. Yep. But, like, very momentum-based games, much more so than, like, Mario being, like, a really sort of pixel-perfect platformer where, like, precision is very much awarded. It, whereas in the Dragon Country games, at least on the SNES, we're very, like, it's more momentum. It's more about going really, really fast. Kind of like, you know, your little friend, the Blue Hedgehog kind of <laughs> kind of deal going on. Um, I do think the new game, like, blows those out of the water. I think the level design, like, is on, like... If not like a Mario level, like at at least its own sort of in its own world. It's not like it doesn't feel like it's just sort of ape. Oh, God. You know, I didn't even mean for that joke to happen. And it came out of my mouth like it like a. (laughs) Copying. I will say copying (laughs) other things. (laughs) God. Sorry. I just started cracking up.
2: <laughs> That's cool. wow, That's cool. Um, so my
1: computer just started playing a really ridiculous thing that I thought you played as, like a sound effect for me telling a really good joke about aping. So I was <laughs> laughing really hard. So what I was, was laughing it? like really hard. It was like a fight thing. I had like a like a. <laughs> Grappling thing, like a fighting thing, Uh um, in the background, and it started playing. And I, it was like a, you know, like the like John Cena meme, where they start just like, whoa, yeah, that that was sort of like what the sound effect was. Totally thought you played that on your end as like cool morning radio (laughs) thing. uh,
0: I don't have that technology.
1: oh that just happened. I can't believe that just happened. It did though. Yeah. That was very confusing. I'm sorry.
0: I was wondering what was happening with the laughter. You're like, is she having a it.
1: fit?
2: I was like, did <laughs> like, I miss
0: something? That? Was there like there was something funny <laughs> that I missed? But um <sighs> Yeah, you good. know, Glad you know, Donkey happened. Kong. Um I played Donkey Kong Country Returns on my Nintendo 3DS a few years ago. And it was oh, yeah, fun. Yes. It was a good point. I am very bad at it, so I basically had to do <laughs> a lot of um there's a mode where you can just let Donkey Kong turn into a Super Saiyan and sort of just like, yes. um, just do it for you. <laughs> He'll just do it <laughs> yeah. for you. Um, and uh, that I had to do that a lot later on, especially the minecarts. I was just like, I can't. Um, they I can't get do tough. This.
2: They get super See, tough. Really tough. They, um... It's a
0: very tough game for me to play.
1: They added a funky mode in the new I one. I have heard
0: the internet told me about funky <laughs> mode.
1: <laughs> I think it's good. I mean, it's like it's like an easy mode. You have more hearts, and you don't take damage from spikes, and he has a mm. really cute little snorkel, so he doesn't take, like, he can swim infinitely without needing oxygen. It's really
0: good. Oh, you need to I breathe I mean, it doesn't no.
1: explain. Oh, yeah. There's, like, bubbles under... In In the water, oh,
0: I can't endorse that that's I don't think any <laughs> video game where you drown is good. It's uh, not good for children. no, it's <laughs> just I have too many memories with the sonic drowning stuff, so um yeah, yeah,
1: well, in funky mode, you don't have to worry about it.
0: well, maybe I'll do that then. <laughs>
1: Anyway, that's my rec, and that's also me cracking up thinking you put a sound effect on, so.
0: (laughs) Here it is. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm going to recommend a TV show today. Um, I just started watching it, so I'm only about a third of the way through. It's called um, Aggretsuko, um, or Aggressive Retsuko. Um, Okay. And it's, have you heard of this?
1: I have. It's in my queue because I started watching, uh, what is it? Neo yokio that's the other. Yeah,
0: okay. Mm, it's like in so, my
1: recommendations. Like,
0: it's yeah, Agretzko is um, this show about this character uh who is like a red panda who works at, in like a a trading firm as an accountant and um is just like constantly put upon by like her terrible bosses and like her uh-huh. friends who mean well but kind of are are not great sometimes. Um. And so she works that her feelings out by going to a karaoke bar every night and singing death metal. <laughs> um, and now, and she's at a point where her life is starting to change. Um, and and um, she's, she has these cute friends. One of them is a fennec fox um, who's able to just like observe people and like figure out what's going on with them and has like this very monotonous laugh. That's really cute. It's just like, ha. ha, Aww. ha, ha oh <laughs> um oh and there's a a hyena coworker who's her friend and then there's these like really hot like uh uh really hot cool gorilla and eagle um uh people who are just like these like these hot professional business women that uh that she's like obsessed <laughs> with um so it's cool it's fine i've only watched three episodes but i've heard really good things and i'm gonna watch the rest there's only 10 and they're on netflix so it's like Uh they're also only 15 minutes long so it's like not a big commitment um because i am all about shows that are not big commitments i can't get into like a big drama or something because um it's too much for me like oh this, this show's great there's like six seasons of it and there's like 20 episodes each and they're all 40 minutes long it's like Give me a 10 it's episode a 15 minute show about a red panda and I'll be good.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's a lot. It's a commitment. And man, it's a lot, like, especially when you're looking to, like, start something new and something yeah. is like, well, you know, this is uh, 42 hours of your life. Do you want to give me 42 hours of your life? Like, the Netflix is just sitting there with that, like, gimme gimme hand which I, I don't know if that like carries across the radio but uh i'll give it a shot and it's just like just give me your time i'm just gonna eat your time i'm gonna suck the life out of your time it's a lot it's so much <laughs> i'm sorry that was way too much but that show sounds so cute and i it's i really do like good, cute things. and yeah. yeah
0: i think people you know look look it up look up some pictures and then you'll probably want to go watch it because they're all really cute
2: <sighs> i do like cute things yeah not enough cute things on netflix sometimes there's a lot of like faux cute things but not actual cute things Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i also like uh
1: i'm i'm like a, a neophyte with anime i am sort mm-hmm. of like an anime baby i'm i'm just dipping my little toes in i have a I have an anime life coach uh which helps a lot uh <laughs> she makes sure i see things that she thinks i would like And it's really helpful and really good. Um, But yeah, I've been like, you know, spreading my wings a little bit, you know, dipping my toe in a little bit. So that's a very good rec for me.
0: Yeah, great. Well, I'm also um, I'm also writing at the um, the, Agritsuka isn't on Verve, but I'm writing for Verve these days. And um, and yeah, one of the recurring pieces that I'm doing is I write. Well, I asked Twitter to choose an anime for me. I write what I think I know about it. And then I watch a few episodes and, um, and sort of expose the truth. So that also cool. might be a good way to, for people to get recommendations for things. Because I don't know a lot about it either, but I'm sort of taking this as an opportunity to learn.
1: That's amazing. I I will need to read this and get more anime life coach advice as well, because that sounds really helpful for me as well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, um, I think that basically brings us to the end of the show. Is there anything that you want to plug coming up?
1: (sighs) Let's see. I guess I should just plug my like work. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I I work at Waypoint. Uh, You can read all our shit. It's not shit, but you know what I mean. Shit, the, the shit <laughs> patois. You know, shit as a as a thing, as a substance, as a, you know, uh, synonym for content, I suppose. Um, <laughs> waypoint.vice.com and we're on Twitter and Danica does an amazing job with uh, like our Twitter and our Facebook and all that other stuff. Um, mm-hmm. There's one thing in particular I want to plug. It's like our YouTube channel. Um, we're just uh, Waypoint Vice on YouTube. I've been doing a lot more production lately. I've actually been cutting together a lot of our reviews actually making like video reviews out of our written reviews so i'm really proud of those i'm really uh i like the way that they're starting to come together so if people want to check those out those are all on our youtube channel great
0: all right yeah. well thank you so much this was so fun
1: thank you and thank you for you know in my imagination in my head canon playing that uh amazing sound effect that made me uh, <laughs> die of laughter a few minutes no ago No
0: problem. no problem <laughs>
1: Great. Well, awesome. I will talk to you later. Sounds good. Thank you.
0: Bye. Bye. Woodland Secrets is hosted by Mary Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Woodland Secrets is a part of Stay Mean, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Stay Mean at woodlandsecrets.co slash support. For as little as three bucks a month, you'll get access to a monthly newsletter and frequent bonus episodes of our shows. If you'd like to have a message read on the show, head to woodlandsecrets.co/slash messages. You can help people find out about the show. Please mention us on Twitter. We're at Woodland Podcast and at Stay Mean Co. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening.